Welcome to the Thursday, February 10th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. A lot of action in the NBA tonight. Plus, it's time to start diving into some Super Bowl props. Settle in. We're going to get you locked and loaded in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Three, count them, three days until Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings. America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Anita Marks, I'm Joe Fortenball. Anita, it's great to be working with you again today. How you feeling? Three days until the big game, but there's a lot to get to between now and then. I just, like, can it just arrive already? Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about you, Joe. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of talking about it. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be tonight. Like, I'm, I'm ready. So much analysis. I have talked about the spread on Daily Wager. It seems like 75 times. Daily Wager today, ESPN 2 at 6 p.m. Eastern. Caesars did move the Rams from four down to three and a half. They're doing it for 24 hours to see what kind of Rams money is out there. So keep Woo. that in mind as you continue to analyze everything that is happening, side, total, and props. We'll get to a couple of props we really like at the end, but let's start in the association. Big showdown tonight, rematch of last year's NBA Finals, 10 p.m. Eastern, Phoenix laying three, total of 233 against the Milwaukee Bucks. How are you going to play it? Yeah, I'm on the Suns here. Uh, I'll lay the points. Also, I like the under as well. The under has hit 15 um, 15 and six with the Bucks when they play teams that are above 500. As we know, the Suns, they're good on both sides of the court. Their defense is pretty solid. Also, I've got a prop bet here for you, and that's McCall Bridges over 14 and a half points. You can get that at even money. The Suns, as we know, they're four and one against the spread against above 500 teams. They've won three straight. They added, you know, a number of players on their roster specifically for this matchup, Joe, right? To beat the Bucs and be strong in the paint. Uh, you know, see Chris Paul, he's got a double-double in 10 of his last 12 games. Um, I'd probably play that tonight as well, but the juice is too much. I want to believe it's like minus 210. It's a little bit too much for me. Booker's been a stud. Uh, like I said, Bridges, he's averaging uh, 15 points per game. And uh, the Bucs are going to be without Grace and Allen and Grant Hill. So I know there are question marks tonight. So uh, I like the Suns in this matchup, especially at home. And keep in mind, no Dante DiVincenzo as well for the Bucs. He was part of a four-team trade just a few minutes ago that involved the Kings, the Pistons, the Bucs. And I should probably know who the fourth is, but I'm blanking right now. I'll leave that up to Woe. She'll have you covered. I got a prop <laughs> for this game. Bobby Portis of the Milwaukee Bucks over 23 and a half points plus rebounds minus 110 he's averaging 24.7 points and rebounds uh combined per game this season so we're not even asking him to hit his season average essentially he has however hit this mark in four straight which is why i think it's a good bet during that stretch he's not just getting over it he's averaging 31 points and rebounds combined during that run this is a big matchup tonight against phoenix tight spread High total, 233. I bring that up because if it totals in the 230s, you should get plenty of statistics all across the board. You've got some fast pace in this game tonight. 
And again, tight spread. The implication there is that this will be a tight game down to the wire. So there's no sitting anybody with a quarter to play in the game. So Bobby Portis over 23 and a half points plus rebounds. Game number two, also at 10 p.m. Eastern, the Warriors laying nine, a total of 217 and a half against the Knicks. Warriors played and lost last night in Utah. What do you like here? I know it's a big number. A lot of people don't like to lay it, but but I am. I'm going Warriors here. I'm also like the under at 217 and a half. Um, prop bet here is I'm looking at Gibson. I'm waiting for the over-under of points and rebounds to appear with no R.J. Barrett, not expected to play because of the, the ankle injury. He's averaging anywhere between 12 to 13 uh, points a game. So I'm really curious to see where that line does uh, rear its its beautiful head. If it's somewhere around nine or 10, I'm going to play the, un, the, the over there. The Knicks, they've lost four straight, 10 of their last 12. They're just god-awful, Joe, on the road. They stink. Like I, they're just so bad. Um, RJ Barrett, like I said, I'm not expecting him to play tonight because of his ankle. If he does, obviously he's going to be a shell of himself. Robinson, Noel, Grimes, their question marks. Meanwhile, the Warriors, they've won nine straight. And um, and and, t- and and listen, I as you know, I host Sports Talk Radio here in New York, like Tibbs. There's a lot, there's a lot of uh, Knicks fans that are uh, questioning, you know, how he's using this rotation, who he's he's not playing Cam Reddish when he needs to. There's a there's just a lot of pressure on this team right now. I think it's a bit much, especially on the West Coast. All right, I'm going to keep it moving here. 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Miami's laying four and a half, total of 218 in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Numbers come down from five, so I'm against the move, but I will play the heat here at minus four and a half. I I, I see this as discipline versus undisciplined, right? The Pelicans have been a mess, especially on the defensive end of the court. Everyone shoots well against them. Teams put up huge numbers against these guys. They just traded away a ton of players. Now, C.J. McCollum is expected to play in this game, which I think is having an impact on the line. But it's a lot of new pieces trying to work together for the first time. Conversely, I see Miami as an undervalued, well-oiled machine. Final game of the six-game road trip. They've won each of the last three by double digits. They're top eight in offensive rating, top eight in defensive rating. They're extremely well-coached. They've got star talent. They've got an excellent pedigree, strong bench. They check every box. I see this as a disciplined team versus an undisciplined team. And I think Miami outclasses the Pelicans tonight. So I will lay the four and a half. As we keep it cooking, we'll go back to you. 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Washington laying three, total of 218 against the Nets. Yes, you heard that right. The Wizards, without Bradley Beal, are laying three against Brooklyn. It is a road game for Brooklyn, so we should expect Kyrie Irving. I don't know if we should expect them to play all that hard tonight. They have been brutal as of late. What are you doing with this one? Yeah, this team's a mess, Joe. You know, and, and I've been following all the reports. Again, we we record this podcast at noon, uh, you know, and Woj is talking about how, you know, the, the both the 76ers and the Nets are still trying to work out a trade for Harden. I think that's a huge distraction for this Nets team with hours and counting to the trade deadline. So I'm all over the Wizards, um, you know, th- as – I said, you know, the wizard, as you said, the wizards are missing Beal. Uh, but this Nets team has just been so bad. Uh, they've just won one game out of their last 10. They're 12 and 14 uh, on the road as well. I, I do like uh, Aaron holiday, by the way, over points and assists without Bradley Beal, he's averaging 15 a game. So again, I'm waiting to see what, uh, what, what, what that line does hit 
on the slate in regards to prop bets. And also Blake Griffin over rebounds. He's averaging five rebounds his last three games. You've got a number of players for the Nets that are going to be out. Uh, even those that aren't even traded um, like Aldridge and a few of the guys. So Blake Griffin has really been getting a lot of playing time and has been strong in the paint. Okay. I like it. I like it. Let's keep it cooking. 7 PM. One of the first games off tonight, Memphis is laying 11 224 and a half is your total at Detroit to take on the Pistons. Uh, you knew it was coming at some point. It's a Joe Fortinball rebound prop. Joe Fortinball <laughs> rebound props do not win. Okay, they do not win. Although yesterday, somehow, some way, I was talking about LaMelo Ball going over six and a half, and he got there late. It was close to being my best bet, but it was juiced at minus 140. So I went over Bulls, Hornets instead, and I ended up losing. So I'm always going to find a way to lose when it comes to a rebound prop. So I like to do this for every show. I'm giving you a rebound prop. You should probably bet the other way because I always lose these. All right? Now the disclaimer has been given out. Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons over eight and a half rebounds. That's your that's your must miss bet of the evening. Stewart's averaging eight and a half rebounds per game on the season. Okay, he's had double digit rebounds in six straight. He's been an absolute beast because he's been playing more minutes, or at least that's part of it. If you look at what he was playing early in the season, mid twenties up to high twenties in terms of minutes. As of late, he's been eclipsing thirty on a regular basis, and he's been making the opponents pay on the glass. Memphis is eighth in the NBA in pace. They love to fly up and down the court. Total of 224, which means we should have plenty of shots, plenty of misses, and plenty of opportunities. So your Joe Fortinball, go the other way, rebound prop of the night. I like Isaiah Stewart over eight and a half. I apologize to Isaiah, his family, the Pistons, and everyone rooting for him to have a big night because this is probably now a surefire under, but that's where I'm going to be in that game. As we keep it moving, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, the Mavericks laying six and a half, 215 at home against the Clippers. How do you want to play this one? I love the Mavs here, minus six and a half. Uh, you know, Luca very going up against a Clippers team that's very shorthanded. Uh, he's averaged a triple-double three of his last five games, Joe, um, and, uh, and really close to it in 14 games. I mean, he's missed a triple-double by like one rebound, one assist in his last 14 games. Uh, and he's hit the double-double in seven straight. Dallas, their defense, as we know, is great. They're looking for their fourth straight win and uh, 11 of their last 15. So give me the Mavs. I'll lay the points. And also, I'm going to play Luka. I feel like tonight's the night with a very, again, shorthanded Clippers team is going to hit the triple-double. And you get that at plus 150. I like it. Um, if I was going to get involved in this game, and I would, I would play the under. There's not a lot of rationale you need from me on this one. Unders in Dallas games have been money in the bank, especially when they play at home. 215 feels high against a Clippers team that, A, doesn't play with a lot of pace, and B, doesn't have a very strong offense. I know they've made some moves to overhaul the roster, but you're going to Dallas tonight. The Mavericks play elite defense, and they're 29th in pace, so I would play under 215 there. All right, before we say goodbye, um, we're getting towards the end of the week, three days until the Super Bowl, thousands of prop bets that are out there. You, as everyone knows, the prop queen. I am just here, your humble court jester. I have a, a, a prop I'll slide in here as well, but I want you to go first. What's one of the ones you like the absolute most for Super Bowl 56? Here's my favorite sneaky good prop bet in the Super Bowl, and that is Samaje Pirine. Over 20 and a half 
combined rushing yards and receiving yards also over one and a half receptions um, as well as over five and a half rushing yards. Here's the reason why. So much talk about Aaron Donald and this Rams front seven in their rush against a subpar Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. Ever since that nine sack game against the Tennessee Titans, you know, the, the Bengals, they have one of the best defensive, they, they have one of the best coaching staffs and they make some of the best moves and, and uh, whether it's heading into the second half. So what they've done now is P Ryan is the best blocking running back. He's a better blocking running back than Joe Mixon. And he's been playing last game, 12 of the 14 snaps on third down. So, you know, he's being more utilized. He's the better blocking running back. And I think we're going to see a lot of P. Ryan. Don't forget he had a, uh, uh, a reception that he took 40 yards for a touchdown against Kansas City. It was a screenplay. I just I think we're going to see a lot more P. Ryan than mo- when most people expect. So I'm playing the overs on him. Again, over 20 and a half rushing and receiving yards, over five and a half rushing yards, and over one and a half receiving yards. Uh, receptions, I think he's going to be a bigger part of this offense come Sunday than what most people think. So I think this is my sneaky good – These, those are my sneaky good prop bets heading into Sunday. Part of me hates you for that bet because in the AFC Championship game, I had Joe Mixon over three-and-a-half receptions and over 27-and-a-half <laughs> receiving nope, yards. Don't and do he it. finished don't He finished with it. three receptions for 27 <laughs> receiving yards. He missed each prop by half because Pirine was in there getting all types of touches, and I'm still angry about Nixon it. Because Nixon doesn't pass protect, and you're going to need to, especially against this Rams defense. This would have Joe, helped me two you. weeks ago, Anita. Damn it. It would have helped me two weeks ago with your analysis. <laughs> but, no, I like the bet. I think it makes plenty of sense, and I don't hear anyone talking about Pirine props just yet. So it's nice mm-hmm. to have some additional flavor coming into the market. I'll throw one more your way, and then we'll say goodbye. Matthew Stafford over two and a half rushing attempts. Yes, rushing attempts. I need three to cash this bet. I love this bet. Stafford's been a different player in the postseason, okay? Regular season, averaging 1.8 rushing attempts per game. Not a runner. Postseason, all three games, he's had four or more rushing attempts. He's scrambling. He hears what everyone's saying about his legacy and how he's never won big games. So he's making big plays. He's been scrambling. Keep in mind, I don't just need scrambles. A quarterback sneak will suffice, as will the fact that I like the Rams. And if they're winning the game late and he takes a knee, those are rushing attempts as well. Imagine zero rushing attempts. They get the ball with a minute 10 to go. And but it's probably got to be a minute 30 to go. And Cincinnati's out of timeouts. Kneel down, kneel down, kneel down. Three rushing attempts and it goes over. But I really do think the, the scrambles are going to be in there and perhaps a sneak on fourth down. So Matthew Stafford over two and a half rushing attempts. And that is it. We are done. Thank you for listening. 10 plus minutes of the bets we told you about as promised. Have a great evening. Check us out on ESPN2 at 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back tomorrow morning. <laughs>